0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 47 of Be With Me. We're in the book of 1 Corinthians, and I'm going to title today Getting a Bike for Christmas. I'm going to spend a long time getting to the title. But this is an area of concern that apparently the Corinthians had, either verbally or perhaps in a letter, because that's the way Paul starts this section. This is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 through 11. Uh, The title of this is about spiritual gifts, and that's where we're going to go with the bike, getting the bike for Christmas. All right, now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans or Gentiles, you were led astray to mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one, speaking in the Spirit of God, ever says Jesus is cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord, except in the Holy Spirit. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are varieties of service, but the same Lord, and there are varieties of activities, but the same God who empowers them all in every one. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to he wills. Okay, so there is a order in life and there's an order to worship and the Corinthians kind of get both of them wrong. Probably here in the spiritual realm is they're elevating one spiritual gift over uh, another. He's going to get to that in tomorrow's passage. And if we elevate one spiritual gift over another, that kind of means we're lowering in value uh, a spiritual gift under another. And therefore, the point he's making here today is you're kind of dissing God himself. You're lowering the giver of the gifts. So if we're saying, for example, my guy's Apollo or my guy's Paul or my guy's uh, Barnabas, uh, and maybe emphasizing, or, hey, I'm a father guy, so I'm going to use these particular manifestations of the father, or I'm a son guy, or, or I'm a spirit guy, therefore... What Paul is doing is saying, hey, let's clear this up from the get-go. The gifts that are going to be given, even though they are given via the Holy Spirit, they're gifts from all of us. So this passage is the antidote to to gift separation or the atomization uh, that we might be inclined to. The big point here is there's one Spirit, there's one Lord, there's one God. Uh, This is the same Spirit, God, Lord, that is empowering and manifesting manifesting all these uh, gifts into his body so the gifts are are emphasized certainly in this uh, passage but but there's a little time out before we get to the gifts and before we get to understanding the atomization of the gifts and the various manifestations let's emphasize unity let's emphasize the oneness the one God the one Lord the one Spirit so the emphasis on unity is of the Lordship that is who is the Lord and kind of the explanation of the Trinity that's done in this passage, and then kind of what are the implications for us because we're the ones that are beholden him. So let's learn the relationship between, what is the relationship between spiritual people who are given spiritual gifts by a particular spiritual being, the Holy Spirit, representing the the, the Trinity. So verse 2 says that when you were pagans, so this is primarily a Gentile church, and saying when you were pagans gentiles outside the church of god now you're inside the church of god so this means that christians are standing in the in continuity with the old testament of israel so say at the esv notes and i like the way that said so we are unified with the people of god from uh from ancient times so don't get on a high horse they were a bunch of knuckleheads and so are you all right verse three says that believers who say jesus is lord have the holy spirit that is when you say Jesus is Lord, you get the Holy Spirit at belief. There's no second step. There's no second baptism of any spirit or uh, or anything. You have the full Father, the full Son, the full Spirit uh, in the presence and in the residence at the time of belief. So God doesn't inadequately save. He doesn't inadequately express himself. He doesn't inadequately indwell. Verse 3 is a great theological verse. There is no second baptism. It happens right at uh, baptism. I'm sorry, at belief, excuse me. Verse four. Then he goes on and says, there's a variety of gifts, variety of service, variety of activities, but the same spirit, same Lord, same God. That is, uh, so who gives us uh, the gifts of the spirit? It's It's a good question. So quote unquote, the gifts are given by the Holy Spirit. Is that true or false? Well, It's kind of true because certainly the gifts, I'll quote quote from the passage today, the gifts are given by the Spirit. That's verse uh, 4. Given by the manifestation of the Spirit. Verse 7. Given through the Spirit. Verse 8. Giving according to the Spirit. Verse 8 again. uh, Given by the Holy Spirit. Verse 9. By one Spirit. Empowered by one and the same Spirit. Verse 10 and uh, 11. So, you're right if they are the gifts given by the holy spirit yes they are however they're given and the passage goes to great lengths to describe that they are given on behalf of all of us so let's pretend let's say you got a, a bike for christmas and it's facilitated by one parent who wheels it up the stairs and Holds the handlebars until you grab the you, you grab the handlebars and then it becomes your gifts. Now you know that if it's your dad that wielded it up, it's also from both your mother and your and your father. So it's given by the spirit, but it's on behalf of this unified uh, a Trinity. So a couple of points about this the spirit. Uh, uh, today and the unity of the spirit, that you've got a gift and you do, there's going to be features of it. The features are the gift should serve to unify you to the one Lord. Your gift should serve to unify you to the body and your gift should serve to unify you to a particular body. So don't say, hey, my my gift is not... Uh, Uh, practical, or it's not local, or it's not unifying, or it doesn't result in unity, because the gift for sure does all those things. It's representing the Trinity, many in one, and maybe manifesting, manifesting, can't get that right today, and glorifying. So the result here is worshiping a Trinitarian God who gives a gift to you via the Holy Spirit that's practical, local, useful, and instructive, and most of all, unifying. So when you get a bike for Christmas, you get it from the whole Trinity. Thanks for listening.